Alright, we're here for episode 2 of Exploring the 616. I'm Ryan. I'm Carissa. And technically, this will actually be posted on Christmas. So, Merry Christmas. If you're listening the day that this is uploaded, which if you are, thank Probably you. Probably not. Who listens to podcasts on Christmas? Well, people are driving, visiting their families. Maybe listening to a podcast while they're going for a drive. Maybe. Out of, you know, out, out of our three listeners so far, one of them is <laughs> bound to be listening. Anyway, so, uh, our last episode... Was boring. Our last episode, we read Thor, Son of Asgard, number one. And I had implied that we were going to continue that series, and we are going to pick up with Thor, Son of Asgard, number two, but there's been a change of plans. We're not continuing Thor, Son of Asgard... Because I just felt like that's not a good introduction to comic books. It's not a bad series. But it shouldn't be like the first thing that you read when you're being introduced to comic books. You can, you know you know what I mean? Yeah. It does start out very slow. <clears throat> but the last three issues, like I said, it, it does get a lot better. I mean, if we're, if we're not going to read it, you at least want to know how it ends. How I predicted, basically. How, what, how, what was your prediction? That they went to each place, and then they had a little bit of a challenge, and then they got their little thing they needed. And No, that was only like the first three or four issues. There's 12 issues to this. Okay, so the first nine issues are just kind of like filler, garbage, stuff that's really not important. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they go on this journey, they get this crap, make the sword... They come back and like honestly three issues are just like a weird blur of like unrequited teen romance and whatever. The last three issues that I actually really enjoyed and maybe at some point we can go back and read them. Maybe not now that I'm telling you what they are but probably not because there's better things we can read. But in the last three issues you remember Hela from Thor Ragnarok? Yeah. She shows up. She kidnaps Sif. His friend Sif. And she takes her to hell. And Thor, you know, being the hero, decides he needs to go and rescue her. Now keep in mind, at this point, he doesn't have his hammer and Mjolnir. So he's just going down there by himself, trying to rescue his friend. And I forget how exactly it works out, because it's been a while since I read it. But hell basically makes him a deal, saying... I'll let her go, but you have to stay. You have to stay in hell for eternity. And he's like, okay, fine. Just let her go. And then, I forget how, but somehow Mjolnir shows up then. And it, like, I guess it like comes to him because now he's worthy. Because he was willing to sacrifice himself for his friends. And like he flies her out of there. And yeah, I don't know. I thought it was pretty good. You'd have to read it. The storyteller was pretty good. Okay. And that's the thing with these comic books is come on Sonny really with the the toy that's gonna be annoying we had to get him the noisiest toy in the world anyway keep talking anyway that's the thing about these comic books is it all just depends on the writer you know I remember I read a Silver Surfer comic book where the whole entire issue was literally Silver Surfer 
trying to find a job, applying for jobs. And I don't mean like cool cosmic galactic jobs. I mean like literally like factory work. The whole issue, he didn't even get the job. It was just him applying for a job. But the way that it was written was so well done that I loved it. It was just really good writing. And that's Silver Surfer in general. Um, the author's name is, I want to say Jim Starling. And most Silver Surfer comics are him just surfing around space, contemplating the universe. It's all like this introspective stuff, but it's so good. I love Silver Surfer comics. But anyway, yeah, the point of that rant, um, going back to Thor, Son of Asgard, is it wasn't necessarily a bad story, just not an ideal first story for you. So, you read the first one, you were disappointed, I'd say. So, this time around, we're actually... Only two episodes in, we're already breaking from the name, exploring the 616, because this comic book does not take place in the main Marvel Universe. Yeah, I knew that much. But, it's, well, the first page is kind of Christmassy, and it's Christmas, so we're doing it anyway. We're, it probably won't be the first time we break that rule. We might read a Marvel Zombies comic, we might reading Ultimus comic, whatever. It's called Exploring the 616. That's going to be the bulk of the podcast. We'll probably do some other things here and there. But today, we read... Come on, cat. You're being a pain in the butt. Today, we read Deadpool Illustrated, number three, called Stave Three, The Second of the Three Spirits. I figured it's Christmas. Um, now, I hadn't read this until today. I was under the impression because I found this at the last minute. I went on Marvel.com and they had a list of Christmas comic issues. And this was in there. But only really the first page is Christmas related. But whatever, we got some Christmas in there, so we're going to talk about it. It's Christmas. First page is Christmas. So, uh, before we start talking about it, it came out in 2013. So, it's about seven years old now. Not super old. Um, written by Colin Bunn. Not familiar with him, but that's who did it. So, do you want to go ahead and uh, explain... What we read, what happened in this this issue? Well, I know you can't explain the first page. <laughs> the first page was just text. It was just one big page, no pictures, just text. And she literally said, "This is too long. I'm not reading this." And then jumped right ahead <laughs> to the pictures. So I didn't. Even, I didn't know you were supposed to read it. Kind of like when you have like a, a physical book and like there's like the copyright and like all the. Like, that wasn't copyright. It was introducing what you were about to okay, read. Okay. Well. I saw that. It was essentially because this is issue number three in this four-part series. It's essentially catching you up on what you missed in the first two entries. But, so I'll go ahead and explain that since you (laughs) couldn't be bothered to read that. The premise of this story 
is this is okay. There was a, a series called Deadpool Kills the Marvel Universe, right? Yeah, you already told me about that a while ago. Okay, well, I'm gonna explain it for our, our three listeners, all right? <laughs> Deadpool Kills the Marvel Universe was a series of comic books where it's exactly what it sounds like. Deadpool went around and killed off every single Marvel character. Um, this was kind of an offshoot of that. He figured, well, it's not enough to kill all of the characters. He had to kill Be- himself. No. Oh. He, Deadpool can't kill himself. He grows <laughs> back. But no, he figured, we live in a fictional world, right? Deadpool knows he's a comic book character. He had to kill the, the guys that wrote the comics. Close. He went into the novels that these characters were based on and killed those characters so their story could never be written. Therefore, these comic book characters had nothing to be based on. They would never exist. You know what I mean? Yeah. So do you want to explain then what happens in this issue? Yeah, it's pretty straightforward. He just goes to, uh, well, he calls it idea. Ideaverse? Is that a real form? Uh, in he, this comic book it is. Well, like, I All of these novels are part of the Ideaverse. Okay, so he goes, he says he's exploring the Ideaverse, and he just goes to different, I guess you call it, I don't know how you describe it, but he goes Classic to, novels, classic stories. Yeah, he goes to these different, uh, sort of like, uh, he goes to the different universes or whatever, and he just kills, like, all the characters, so yeah. Yeah, um, in the first page, he's in A Christmas Carol, and it's right after Scrooge was, right after he was visited by the ghost of future, Christmas future, sorry, and... Uh, it didn't show him kill the ghost of Christmas future, but you see his corpse. That's implied that Deadpool killed him. And then he kills Scrooge. I like the part he, where he, he calls he, him McDuck. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and he also reminded him that he was the worst Scrooge. Yeah, he lists all the actors that played Scrooge. He's like, yeah, you're the worst. By the way, one of the things that I love about Deadpool comics, I can't help but hear it in Ryan Reynolds' voice. What I'm reading. Yeah, same. Like, because he played that role so well that he is Deadpool at this point. Well, actually, I'm not going to lie. Like, when I first read the first page, or I guess technically the second page, um, I was kind of confused as to why he um, was in that universe. But then I realized it was, like, the whole idea verse. But, like, I wasn't yeah. sure if he was, if those characters were part of his universe mm. or if it's because he breaks the fourth wall I wasn't sure but yeah that's a breaking the fourth wall um and that's I mean like I said we picked up an issue number three of this I was just kind of last minute thinking oh let's find a, a Christmas issue saw this on the list which by the way that is marvel.com's fault because they had this on the list of Christmas comic books when literally only the first page is Christmas related so, Marvel needs to check themselves, because this is not a Christmas comic, but, oh well. Yeah, so why, why do you look so crappy in this comic? 
What do you mean? Like his. his oh, his sword was all. Yeah. His, his suit was all torn up. Um, I'm assuming something happened in I thought maybe issue was, I one thought or he, two. I thought he was a zombie or something. No. Most likely he got in a in a fight in issue one or two. I'm not gonna lie, I was pretty sad when he when he went to Jungle Book and killed all of them. Yeah. I yeah. Love Jungle Book. Well, what, I'm trying to remember all what stories he went through. So he had Sherlock Holmes following him through the idea verse. Yeah. Right. First time we see him in is in a Christmas Carol. Then he goes. Oh, then he goes to Frankenstein. Yeah. And... Well, what were you saying? Igor? 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 Yeah, no, I think that was uh, Frankenstein's assistant, I think. I've never really... Neither, I've never read it either, but that's just my assumption. Um, and I thought it was cool that he, when he was building the monster, Deadpool snuck him his own brain so he'd kind of control the yeah. monster. That was cool. Okay, so... After Frankenstein's monster, then he went to the Jungle Book, right? I think so. Yeah, I think that was next. He went to the Jungle Book, killed Mowgli and all of his furry little friends. And and you could, I don't know if you noticed there, and after that, it would show him fighting with one of these, like, classic storybook characters. Not storybook, novel characters. I noticed that and the next panel, it would show them as a Marvel character. So it's trying to show this is what inspired that Marvel character. Yeah. And by killing them, you're killing that character. So yeah, after the Jungle Book, it was kind of a mix of three books after that. So there was Little Mermaid, but there was also the captain from, oh, what's that stupid whale book? Moby Dick? Moby Dick. Yeah. I never read it, but I heard it was awful. I had an English teacher that went on a long rant about how Moby Dick was terrible. Because she was saying, like, there's entire chapters about whale migration. There's entire chapters about how to make ropes and things like that. It's like, you don't need to know that stuff to tell a good story. Yeah. Just tell the story. Because I've heard that apart from that, the story is actually really good. It's just kind of, it's a Stephen King level of mm -hmm. unnecessary detail. But yeah, it was a mix of The Little Mermaid, Moby Dick, because it was Captain Ahab. And then the other one, I actually had to look it up. It was the captain from 10,000 Leagues Under the Sea. That guy's name was... Captain Nemo, which is probably where Finding Nemo comes from. They probably named him after Captain Nemo. I mean, they both take place underwater. I don't know. That's that's my thought. I've never heard of anything else named Nemo before. But yeah, that was uh, about the extent of it. I don't think I'm missing anything else. Pretty sure it ended there, right? Yeah. Okay, so my question to you overall, was this better than Thor, Son of Asgard? Obviously. Did you actually like it? No, honestly, I don't know if, it, I don't know if it's because, um, well, I was thinking when I was reading it that it reminded me a lot, like, the Deadpool movies, which I really like. Yeah. And I don't know if it's because they made Ryan Reynolds act so much like him, or if he, because he made that character so great that 
I was just imagining it more lately. You know what I mean? Like, I don't yeah. know if I liked it because I was imagining him or if it's because it's a good character regardless. I'm not sure. Yeah, well, let me look something up. I want to see... Okay, so this was written before the Deadpool movie. The movie came out in 2016. This was written in 2013. So, honestly, so at that point, it's not even so much Ryan Reynolds. It's just the character of Deadpool. You know, he's awesome in the movie. Well, well that's what I'm saying. Awesome I know the that I know the comic came out before the movie. Yeah. But I'm saying, I don't know if they, like, if he um, was just doing a good job at being that character or if it's just or if people like Deadpool so much because he does his own thing with it or something you know what I mean yeah well Ryan Reynolds is he he, you can tell that he is genuinely a fan of Deadpool I feel like there's a lot of actors that play superheroes that don't do their homework they really don't know anything about the character they just read a script and go with it yeah you could tell he was our, and, and, and I know for a fact he was, because he pushed so hard to not only do that movie, but do it right. Yeah, because of X-Men. <clears throat> yeah, I guess he... Which he, was the best portrayal. No. <laughs> X-Men Origins, he took that role begrudgingly. Because they basically told him, this is the way we're doing Deadpool. You can either take it, or we'll hire somebody else to do it. And he basically thought, well... If if, either way, if they're going to butcher the character, I can at least try to make it work. You know what I mean? If either way they're doing this, let me at least try to make it a little better. But ever since then, he was pushing really hard to do an accurate portrayal of Deadpool. Yeah, he was kind of somewhat accurate in the beginning when he was like a smart mouth in the early Yeah, yeah, he was then. But it was the end. When they gave him all those yeah. power, like... Like the laser eyes? Yeah. He, none of that was accurate to Deadpool. He, he just looked creepy, too. Yeah. And the fact that Deadpool is... His nickname is the Merc with the Mouth. So what did they do? They sewed his mouth shut. That That's just the stupidest thing in the world. Sometimes I wish I could sew your mouth shut. When yeah, you're talking very, too much very about comics. Very funny. <laughs> Um, lost my train of thought. Oh, but yeah, that's that's just Deadpool in general. That's he's just Ryan Reynolds really didn't change much of the character. That was just Deadpool. Um, especially when Deadpool got his own comic book because he first appeared. I want to say. X Factor, but I could be wrong. Let me double check this so I'm not just making a fool out of myself here. I want to say it was what did I say? X Factor? Mm. Hold on. Doing some looking up here. Dead Pool first. No, it was the New Mutants. Duh, I should have known that. Wow, you anyway, so when Deadpool first showed up in the New Mutants, he wasn't really comical. I mean, I, he had a few one-liners, but he was more so like, and he was uh, he was a villain too in the beginning. He was more so just like, I showed up, I'm trying to kill somebody. That was it. 
it wasn't until a little while later that he started showing up more and that he got his own comic that he became the Deadpool that everybody knows. Um, but yeah, he's pretty much been consistent for uh, a while. Because he's only been around since the 90s. He, compared to most of the characters in Marvel, he's still fairly new. I mean, as new compared to you know the other characters. I mean, nineties was what thirty years ago now. Yeah. <coughs> oh, that's weird. But yeah, that was uh, not a Christmas comic, but it was good. You did like it though. Yeah, I did. Would you say that that would make you want to read more Deadpool comic books? Yeah, I was actually thinking that when I was reading it. They're they're good. I wouldn't, I mean, Deadpool Illustrated is only four issues. I mean, nothing's stopping you from reading all those. But I would definitely just, I mean, you can just search Deadpool. And yeah. there's there's tons of his, his. And with you being like a big South Park fan, those comics would be kind of in your line of fantasy. Mm-hmm. It's that kind of raunchy against the grain, you know humor but yeah i've read uh, a handful of deadpool comics they're they're pretty good but yeah that's that i'm thinking maybe for next week <coughs> we might do the first appearance of the fantastic four i haven't seen that movie since i was little well we're not talking about the movies yeah, but comic book. I'm saying I was, bo- I was bored back then, so... Well, you won't be bored when you read the comic book, because the Fantastic Four is awesome. If you say so. The Fantastic Four is awesome. I mean, you... we'll save it for the next podcast. We're okay. not going to... Okay. Um, but yeah, follow us on Facebook. It's uh, Exploring the 616. Never got around to making that Twitter. That still doesn't exist. <laughs> but we're also on Anchor and Spotify and probably a few other things. I've got to check that. <laughs> Anchor automatically distributes our shows. So, yeah, i got to check that. I mean, whatever you use whatever you use to listen to podcasts, I mean, clearly you found us on something. You want to listen to us on something else? Search for it. Maybe it's there. I don't know. But anyway... Oh, my throat's getting a little scratchy. It's time to finish this episode. Merry Christmas. And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye.